Welcome to the Life Lifted Podcast, where we lift your mind, body, and soul with your hosts, Mike Molina and Chris Musser. You have found the number one up-and-coming fitness podcast in the world. This is Life Lifted. On today's episode, um, for the first couple of minutes, we talk about, obviously, just catch up with each other, talk about our lives, what's going on, right? And um, today's episode, we uh, start our 10-part series. If you guys have been listening, we, we start a 10-part series on why you're not progressing in the gym. Um, today's episode is all about under-eating. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Life Lives at episode number cinco. Episode five. Five. I always thought it was four. I for, completely forgot we recorded the other one. Yes. And we, we're having a whole conversation right now about how many we had recorded, and we completely forgot one episode. How? I don't know. But at least I did. We're just on a roll right now. We're just on fire. So we're going to, you know, last time we talked about um, the things that are holding you back. And we're going to be talking more about that in a little bit, going deeper on food. But yes, let's check in first, Mike. How's life going? Oh, man. What did you do this weekend? Ooh. This weekend, huh? No, I didn't do much. It was it was it was a it was a fun time. Um, I went out on Saturday with my girlfriend. Um, we had some barbecue. You ever been to Wood Ranch? Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, there's Burbank. I th- I think I've been. Yeah. So I mean, they have like tri tip. Yeah. You know all that just western uh, pulled pork, all that stuff. I love barbecue. Freaking pulled pork is amazing. It's amazing. They have these pulled pork sliders, right? That bomb with the pickle, bomb. You know I'm from North Carolina, <laughs> and this is oh, like right. the home that's of really damn. good barbecue. But in North Carolina, they use vinegar on like a vinegar kind of sauce mm, on yeah. the barbecue versus like. You know, a lot of places. The one of the places I went to, um, it's called Gus in Pasadena. Uh huh. Um, it well, was okay. Don't tell but, me. But they use that type. Don't of, tell me. Oh my gosh. They use that type of. Uh, I'll be there this was, weekend. It was. It was good. I'm not gonna lie. Um. Yeah. I ordered the pulled pork sandwich, and yeah, they they went like they had house house um, what is it called? House sauces. Uh huh. And then she was explaining them, and then a lot of them did have like they contained some vinegar or something like that. It wow. was very different. I never tried it, but it was a good different. I definitely liked it. Did you have hush puppies? You know what those are? Um, I yes and yeah. no. What is that, it? That's like another thing. It's like um, these balls of like bread, like doughy. I don't know. It's not really cornbread. That does not cornbread. Sound <laughs> it's like a cornbread. Cornbread okay, corn bomb. Deep fried. Mm, okay. Well, anything fried, honestly, <laughs> is fire. I mean, this is a fitness podcast. We're yeah, talking about fried food, but hey, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good thing for people to listen to this. So. Um, you know, talking to you guys and all the listeners. Enjoy your life. At the end of the day, this is you know, we, we it's it's not it's not. Sometimes when people think of trainers or things like that, I think about someone that you know in in the health space. They think they're like this strict, you know, just vegetables and freaking tilapia. Lettuce. Yeah, tilapia fish, and that's it. That's not how it is. That's not dry chicken health, breast. Right? No, and at the end of the day, also our motto, right? Life lifted is lift your mind as well, right? Lift your mind, body, and soul. Um, it's not just about their body; it's about other health aspects of your life too, right? Like relationships, things like that, right? Relationships, for example, me going out with my girlfriend, right? What if I were to be like, okay, I can't, I can't eat that, you know? It's like no, that would mess up the whole relationship. At the end of the day, it's about having overall health, not just my body, right? I do take care of my body, but I also enjoy my life, right? And that's that's how, I mean, me and Chris both preach that um, to all our clients, right? At the end of the day, it's about overall being healthy, and part of being healthy is actually enjoying your life having fun right and being happy with who you are as a person yep um just thought i had to throw that in there got a little serious but <laughs> i thought it was a we had to you know we that's had good because 
you uh, had we, fun ha- eating barbecue hey, with your yeah, girlfriend. I, did. I love it. That's hey, awesome. Yeah, I did. Um, and then Sunday, I just went to grocery store, you know, back to the routine, grocery store. Yep. Uh, did some laundry, which I hate doing laundry. Mm. I don't know about you, but that's one of the adulting things that I hated from day one. <laughs> I hated it, but I don't mind it as much now. Therapeutic? Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes I feel that way. Other times I'm like, this is stupid. I hate life. This is dumb. Just, just sitting there wasting my time. You need to outsource it. I probably do. <laughs> we, I definitely do. Which we need to do that with the podcast here, because guys, um, obviously we've been releasing our episodes. We suck at editing. We, uh, we suck well, at audio editing. For we're sure. getting better, but it did take us quite. It took a, us way too long to too long to edit. But um. It's good learning. Yeah, it's a good learning. It's a good like anything in life, man. Just go ahead and go. Just go for it. Do it, right? If we would have been worried about how the audio sounds, we would have been worried about all these other like you know minuscule things that don't really matter as much as like the content that we're actually talking about producing. We would have never started. We would never. We would have never started because at the end of the day, we're we're not the you know the audio experts. We're not the producing expert. Whatever. At the end of the day, we're talking about health and fitness, and that's our expertise. And essentially, that's the meat of this uh this whole thing here, right? Just talking to you guys and pretty much, yeah, we're just talking to you guys. We talked about how we would do whatever we could. It would be imperfect and messy and, you know, accept that. Yeah. And But we do want it to sound professional. So oh, it's kind of a balance. You know, we're not letting um, this, the need for perfection and uh, stop us from releasing an episode. You know, we just want to get it out there no matter, you know, how it is. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you guys have feedback for us, obviously, by all means, you know, uh, we do have the Life Lifted uh, podcast uh, Instagram page up. Well, DM us, you know, any anything that you guys want to talk about here or anything like that. Or you could even email us as well, right? Life Lifted, uh, pod at gmail.com. If you guys want to go ahead and uh, email some questions or email anything that you guys want to help us on, right? Audio-wise or whatever it is, uh, we want the feedback. We need the feedback, guys. But... I mean, that was a lot about me. What about you, Chris? What you end up doing? Did you have a game? I well, I actually took the weekend off. I had two days off in a row Damn. that I have not done, and I don't know when. You needed that, and I needed it. I needed it so bad, and I came back from those two days feeling super refreshed. I had some friends that came to town, visited from San Diego. The weather was great in LA. Had a great time. Completely disconnected from my work, which is. Again, something that I learned I'm not doing as much. You need to practice that a lot. And, yes. You know, I know we yeah. talk about that a lot. So, um, and I'm actually going going to be away for a couple of days next week. Ooh. I just, you know, I hit like a burnout. I was sometimes doing, I'm trying to grow my business, sometimes doing seven days a week and thinking I could just, oh, you know, I'll go do this here. I'll do that there, you know, and then I'll take a break and you know, just not having a full day to completely disconnect. Like you said a moment ago, Mike, you know, we got to enjoy life. And, you know, when you mix work and life together, it's like, uh, what is it? Oil and water, oil and yeah, water and don't mix, man. you know? So, um, you, I'm learning, you know, it's constant learning for me my whole life on how to better separate how those balance, things. Balance, that work-life yep. balance. That's huge. That's huge, man. Especially, I mean, that was one of the reasons why we left Crunch, right? Because yeah, exactly. I, I mean, even for me, I mean, I had school. I had obviously my girlfriend, obviously, you know, schoolwork, and then a, a full stack of clients, right, and programming. You know, it's just like my work-life balance was horrible, 
it was it was messing with me it was messing with my mental health it was messing with my relationship right not just with my girlfriend with like friends and things like that because i just had no time for anything yeah but at the end of the day what is it worth right if i get all this money and at the end of the day what is it worth right i'm not taking any of that with me right i, I rather value my friendship rather value my relationship rather value other things in my life um and let the rest you know the rest just it's kind of it comes it comes when it comes it comes i believe that everything you know happens at the right moment i don't know about you but that's the things that i believe definitely um and i think it's been going like that so far in my life yeah right but um you going to palm springs is that what you said uh next yeah next week is that the, was that yeah. going? damn yeah. well know. it's indio so ah. we're like 30 minutes outside oh, okay yeah it's not that bad yeah just relax and chill maybe read some books lay by a pool you know what's funny when i think of relaxing my girlfriend gets on me with this all the time because like i'll think about like oh i gotta go on vacation i gotta go like you know obviously you're going to like you say indio palm springs to relax if i think of going on vacation to palm springs or something like that my my mind goes to like off-roading go hiking mm. so, you know, so yeah. it's like i still do something uh-huh. which is like a blessing and a curse I guess I would say because I I also it's like okay I'm I'm getting away from my work but then I still don't give myself that that like space to just have peace and be calm right mm. which I'm learning to do that yeah stop and slow yeah, down yeah so I've been walking a lot more right like I told you um, walking is huge right all I, that's something that I prescribe to all my clients no matter what your goal is right walking at the end of the day is for your for your health man and these long walks that I've been going on have been not only changing my body but I think about a lot, you know, it's like very, very, there's this thing that when you walk, it's, you know, bilateral stimulation, right? Yeah. Bilateral meaning both of your, your, both of your, uh, your whole brain, essentially, right? Both parts of your brain is uh, stimulated. Um, and I get really good ideas when I walk. So that's something I've been implementing a little more and just something that I'm able to slow down, right? Instead of go, go, go. I think being outside too, just being in, oh yeah, you know, just getting some sun, the, especially the now. sun, the daylight. I mean, last night I, I did a walk in the evening That's right. when I had a little break at work and was the best thing that I, I did all day was just have a nice, that you nice know, walk. long walk, got to think like, like, let my mind unwind, enjoy the sunset, the air, the views. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, um, anytime, by the way, guys, um, anytime we, wanted to think about an idea about the podcast, what we wanted to name the podcast, what we wanted to do about the podcast. Guess what we did? Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> we would go walk. Right? <laughs> Me and Chris were like, we would be freaking stressed out of our minds trying to think of a name or just, just sitting trying to down think of an episode. Talking. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, just sitting down talking. And then we'd be like, all right, we need to go walk. We need to get some bilateral stimulation. <laughs> that was our, our, our go-to, right? It worked. Uh, get some walking in. But, um, man... We uh, should on on one episode. We should uh, share some of our names that we brainstormed. Oh, that they, just for entertainment. Some of our names. <laughs> some of the names, guys, we thought about for the podcast were. I mean, they were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them, but that's also because we were so tired that we were just like thinking like oh, anything. You, brainstorm is yeah. You have we when you just, brainstorm, you have to be we, stupid. I mean, we'll give you anything. one. We'll give you one. What was it? Flying pancakes? Something? Was it? We said was something <laughs> dumb because we were like, you know, we, we could get people's attention. Like, what is this about, right? Um, obviously, we didn't stick to that, <laughs> but um. Yeah, we should uh, pop that up, uh, see if anyone likes another name. I mean, I love our name. I love it, yeah. So, where did it come from? Honestly, guys, we don't even know. Um, remember we were talking about it? I I think my honestly think my girlfriend had a part to do with it, right? Because I think I told you I was, we were driving down 
um, to Joshua Tree, actually, talking about the desert. Mm-hmm. And we saw a billboard sign that said, uh, law, lifted or something like that. It was like a, a lawyer, right? And I think that's where I got it from, like, mm-hmm. law lifted. And I was like, wait, you know, I thought about life and things like that. And I was like, well, well life lifted. But I don't know if I thought about it or she thought about it. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, we, we definitely had lift in the name at some point when we were brainstorming. We did have lift, yeah. So. So. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, very, 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 very um, interesting stuff. Um, how we got to where we're at now, right? But um, so today's episode. Let's right? dive in. We're, we're yep. um, yeah, so we're um, continuing our series, right? If you guys have been following the podcast or at least listen to the last podcast, you guys know we're doing a 10-part series on essentially why you're not progressing in the gym, why, why you're not seeing the results that you want in the gym. Um, so this is uh, essentially episode one of the series of the actual topics of the series right the last episode if you guys want to go back and listen to that is pretty much we gave like a breakdown of each and every one of them um i believe there's 10 is that how many it was 10 it was 10 so we gave 10 right we kind of broke each and every one of them not down um but we kind of introduced the topics right so um today's topic what we're talking about chris we're talking about the reason that you are not getting results is because you are not eating enough Hmm. Interesting. Interesting idea. Not eating enough, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin with that, man? Um, so I think we should set okay, so we should definitely split this up into two categories. Right? Um yep. for the average person going to the gym, what is what are the average things that people go to the gym for? Right? Either one, they go to lose weight, right? They want to lose weight. I think that's one of the number one things that people go to the gym for. And number two, they want to gain some muscle. What if they want to do both? We'll talk about that, <laughs> but, um, or what, I mean, I'll be honest. Like when I was looking for a trainer, I didn't know, like I wanted, I mean, I kind of wanted both actually. I mean, at the end of the day, most people do, but this is something that I tell all my clients. I always, when they first come to me, I tell them, obviously I like explain to me your goal, but then I have them, um, number it and be like, okay. You want to lose weight. You want to, you know, whatever they tell me, tone up, obviously, right? They're like, I want to lose fat. I want to get some muscle. I want to grow my arms, whatever, right? Um, I want to be able to move better. But then I'm like, okay, I wrote down all these goals. I want you to number them. Which one is your top priority, right? Which one is first? So then we kind of go down the list. So then I could see what is what exactly their bigger goal is, right? And then I explain it, right? Because sometimes, believe it or not, guys, which we'll, I mean, talk about another podcast, but believe it or not, sometimes you can't. You could have both, but if you really want to tailor it to one, there's so much. You know, if you if you skew yourself way too much to one side, one or the other one, it, it gets affected. What I mean by that is, for example, let's say you're trying to build as much muscle as you can, right? Um, well, you have to be in a surplus, right? Um, but at the same time, you want to lose weight, right? You want to lose body fat. Is it possible? Absolutely. But when you get to a certain point, right, of gaining muscle, gaining muscle, there is a point where it's like, okay, you kind of have to put on some body fat in order to, for your body to put on some muscle. Um, we'll break it down in further episodes. Actually, that might be the next episode, right? Something like that. I think the next one is about um, along the lines of that. But um, went off a little bit on that. Um, so, um, yes, the first, the first, um, what do we call it? Topic, I guess. Are we gonna go with the uh, the fat loss, right? If you're not eating enough, sure. Um, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people too that I work with, they want to look muscular, 
but they also want to look shredded. Does that make sense? Like they want to lose the fat, but they want to like have muscle. So, I mean, and the reason I say this is because I was confused about what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and by reducing my body fat, I actually looked more muscular. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yes. That, yes. That's, that's so, what happens. Yes. So I think, you know, maybe starting with fat loss is a, is a good one because that's going to be most people. Yes. Right? What Chris is talking about, by the way, guys, is when you get to a certain level of leanness, right? When your body fat percentage is low enough, the muscle that you do have, I mean, pops, pops more, right? Yeah. You're able to see it more, right? That's when people say like you're more defined. For example, I mean, I could tell a story about this, right? So it's like I, I for one, um, I was at one point I got the biggest in terms of like muscle, even fat wise, right? Because I wanted to grow and grow and, and get so big, right? So I got big, got gained a little bit of muscle, gained a little bit of fat as well, and I got essentially the biggest I ever been, right? But then. I mean, people notice it. They're like, yeah, you're obviously going to the gym, getting bigger. But then when I actually lost body fat and got essentially smaller and, you know, lost weight, they thought I got bigger. Yeah. They're like, I want to look like that. Yeah. They're like, yeah. They kept on telling me, like, you got bigger. But I actually got smaller. Right. I actually actually was a smaller person. But because of the loss of body fat, my muscle was able to pop more. My muscle was more defined. So in people's eyes, you actually look bigger. Right. So that's kind of what Chris is talking about in terms of that's what happens when you get to a certain uh, percentage of body fat. So yeah, let's let's dive into the fat loss and how how does not eating enough play a role in you not being able to lose weight or lose fat? Okay, so this is a it's a kind of complicated topic, but obviously we'll try to do our best here to break it down, right? So it does sound counterintuitive, right? Obviously, like you're trying to lose weight. And we're here telling you you're probably not eating enough. <laughs> you're getting, it's like what? You're getting bigger. You're actually gaining fat by eating by eating too little. It obviously sounds counterintuitive. Can I tell a story? Actually, go for it. Before we start, go for it. Yeah. So um, when I, you know, on episode two, I talked about working with a trainer and my body transformation. So one of the first things he did is he kind of laid out what I needed to eat, and I went from eating three meals a day to four. And they were, I mean, they were smaller. Well, they, I should say they were smaller, but I felt so full. And like my friend was actually going to the same trainer and we would talk to each other like, oh my God, I can't eat anything else. Like, are you having the same problem? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like very protein. I mean, it was, of course he was like, you know, giving us kind of a idea of what we should be eating, but it was so different. I mean, I thought I was eating healthy before that. But I was like, why am I doing this and eating? I feel like I'm eating more and I'm losing body fat. So, I mean, I, I've experienced that. It like kind of like broke a lot of my beliefs about this. On eating and stuff? Like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've had multiple clients like that, right? Where we end up uh, having them eat more and they actually start losing body fat, right? But the process of like why that happens, right? So, essentially... Um, when you're obviously trying to lose weight, you're, you know, you're hitting the gym hard and, and, and you know, you're, you're doing what you got to do, getting your cardio on, whatever, lifting weights, whatever it may be, right? You're, you're expending a lot of energy, right? And energy, by the way, guys, is a calories. Calories is energy. They're essentially the same thing. A calorie is energy, right? So in order to maintain that level of intensity in your workouts and things like that, well, you need to fuel your body. And that's what, my, that's what we mean by you may be under fueling your body, right? Under fueling meaning not eating enough, 
So what happens when you're not eating enough, your body actually starts essentially slowing down, right? Because it needs to conserve energy. It knows you're not going to feed it, right? It knows you're not, not going to get fed. So your body's like, you know what? I'm going to store fat instead because we need energy from somewhere, right? So essentially your body's going into a catabolic state, right? Catabolic meaning your body is literally breaking down molecules into smaller molecules, right? To, to, to oversimplify things. So your body's not building muscle. Instead, it's storing on and holding on to as much as it can, right? So um, that's one of the things that happens, obviously, with under-eating and under-fueling your body. Well, and I think, you know, if you ask the average person that they say, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to start an exercise and diet program, 90% of people will tell you <clears throat> that I'm going to do crazy amounts of cardio, and I'm going to eat less, right? 99% of people, yep. And what does that do? Like, it puts your body in a state where it needs a lot more energy, but you're not giving it to it. So you're kind of in this, like, like starvation mode, right? Yeah, so um, and then Oh, and then, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> take it one step further is then they'll, you know, one of the, a lot of, people tell me, man, I just don't have energy. Like I can't get through my day. I don't have energy. Like, you know, that's like, if I could just have energy, then I could, you know, I could work out more. I could like even just enjoy my life more. I hate like being with my family at night. And I just like don't have energy. Yeah, they're all fatigued and everything. Um, and that's a perfect word to use. Cause what did I just talk about? Energy is what? Calorie. Right? Yeah, exactly. So if you, um, but yeah, that's one of the signs that you're under eating as well, right? You can't get through a workout, like Chris said. You're fatigued, you're stressed, right? Your hormones imbalanced, things like that. If you're a female, um, maybe missing a period or something like that, right? But wait, um, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't have energy, what do people normally do? They go for that caffeine, right? Oh, yes. So like now we're adding in something that's going to give you a false sense of energy, it's not really energy. It's a false sense. Mm, that's good. And you're just sooner or later, you're heading for that crash, right? Yeah. And then the biggest thing, guys, that happens with all this that we're talking about um, internally in your body, you're slowing down your metabolism, right? You know, and I mean, what is metabolism? I mean, metabolism essentially is it's very, very complex topic. Um, if you were to break it down in one sentence, I mean, damn, that's what, what would you say, Chris? I would say it's how your body uses the energy you give into it to run all of its processes. Yeah, essentially, that's what kind of where I was going to. <laughs> um, the reason why I paused because it, there's, there's so much more to that, but yeah. essentially, in 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 simple terms, in one liner, like Chris said, yeah, it's just your your body's way of what it, your body doing what it needs to do in order to have life. Right, in order to to pretty much work and live and have the energy that we're talking about, right? Um, all the little things that your body needs. But um, yeah. So if you slow down your metabolism, right? You slow down that system. You slow down that process of all the things that happen within your body. What are you doing? Well, you're slowing down the muscle building process, right? But so you're also slowing down. So you're working out. You're doing all this, and you're not seeing progress in the gym. That's because, again, you're in that catabolic state, right? You're really slowing down your metabolism that it has no choice but to not build muscle. It has no choice but to store fat. It has no choice but to do all that because it's its natural response. Our bodies love homeostasis, right? Our body loves to be essentially in, in that nice sweet spot of what we, what we like, what we feel comfortable, what we, we 
to in order to to survive, right? So if your body again feels all this, you're not fueling yourself, and it knows it's not going to get the food because you you slow down your metabolism so much. It needs to survive, and it knows what it needs to do to survive. And what is it going to do? Slow it down, store the fat, right, in order to use it later. But don't doesn't someone who is looking to lose fat need to be in a calorie deficit? A caloric deficit, absolutely, absolutely, and that sounds kind of too. Is what we were talking about, right? But that brings us to the next um, thing here. Um, this is not everybody. We're only. This is not everybody, right? Some of the signs that we talked about, guys, uh, listen to those signs, right? Listen to the signs of not being able to sleep at night, uh, being overstressed, low energy, right? Struggling to get to a workout, uh, hunger, anything like that. Listen to those signs because if you don't have those signs, you possibly, you possibly are not under eating and you probably just are overeating and that's why you're putting on the fat, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, like Chris says, you do have to be in a caloric deficit. So where this works for the average person is when we're going to do a reverse diet, right? So can I, can I tell a story before we get into that? Cause you, you're talking about listening to science and, uh, last week I actually, uh, had to listen to the signs in my, <laughs> my life. This is good. This is good. Guys. So, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole story behind why I, I had been eating eggs for breakfast, like six, seven years, same breakfast every day. Decided to take it out for 30 days just to see. I like to play around with things. And um, so I was having oatmeal every morning, right? I go from eggs, high protein, higher fat, low carb, to oatmeal, which is higher carbs, lower fat, okay protein. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. So um, after 30 days, what do I do? I'm like, okay, time to bring the eggs back. So I brought the eggs back on Monday and everything's fine tuesday have my eggs 11 or 12 o'clock no lie i thought i was going to die (laughs) like my eyes got so heavy and i was like i i had to like drive somewhere i'm like i had to drive home and i'm like i don't even know how i'm gonna drive home right now i just have no energy and i was thinking about it and i've i've actually been tracking my food for just a week or two, just to see kind of where my calories are at in total. And the tracker was like, oh, showing me that my carbohydrates for the day was much lower than what it had been. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. I'm eating like, you know, I'm, I'm not fueling my body with what it needs. So um, anyway, totally, totally like that low energy messed you up, huh? messed me up. I knew it. Like I just, I hit, I hit a wall and I was like, I need to like make a change right now. So boom, there it is under eating, right? There, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And it was lower calories too. So yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the carbs obviously primary source of our body's source of energy. Oh, and then to add to it, I could not sleep that night either. Yeah, there, there you go. So I, I like, I went to lay, so the day I was tired as all get out that night, I went to lay down and my mind starts turning and I won't get into the too much science here, but, um, I know like my body was releasing a tremendous amount of cortisol because I was used to having higher, used to having carbohydrates and because it didn't have that and needed it. But anyway, um, all of this, all of these like 
changes with my diet in a matter of days just really affected a lot of different things. Everything had the way you felt. I mean, you listen to your body though, right? Yeah. You listen to your body and that's essentially what we're telling you guys. Just listen to your body. Your body, your body is smart. Your body will tell you, right? Yep. Um, but I mean, I have a story with that too. Right? We're talking about reverse dieting, right? Um, by the way, guys, reverse dieting, it's literally what it sounds like instead of, you know, when you think about the diet, what do you think of? I mean, restricting calories, taking things out, right? Reverse dieting is actually the opposite. Reverse dieting, just like it sounds, is actually adding food in, adding calories, adding more, right? Um, and the purpose why we do that is because we want to, again, speed your metabolism up, right? For those people who've been under eating, what we have to do first in order to in order to be able to get you in a state of losing weight, we need to restore your metabolism, right? And in order to do that, we have to up your calories and that may sound kind of weird right but think about it think about it this way so let's say someone comes to me which i mean i'll tell a story about this right so one of my clients came to me um he wanted to lose weight and this is a big guy right this is a big guy he's about 400 500 pound dude right um really big and mo like most clients when they come to me i tell them no matter what their goal is like i want to see what you're eating right so i had them do a food log so i told them do a food log for me three, seven days, right? Let's just see what we're working with, see where you're at, right? And he did it, and he would eat, like, once a day, right? He would eat, like, maybe twice, but one of them was, like, a snack or something, right? So he was grossly under-consuming calories. And remind you, this is a big dude, right? Maybe he wasn't always like that, but right now, in the moment he came to me, right? This is what we're talking about. This is not for everybody. But in the moment that he came to me, he was under-consuming calories. He was about, I don't know, he could have easily been under a 1,000 calories some days. Wow. And this is a 500-pound. This is a big dude, right? You would be like, this guy is he needs eating, all yeah. overeating for days. No, he wasn't. But his metabolism was so slow, right? He wouldn't, he wouldn't get hungry either. He would not be hungry. He would literally, I would tell him, like, this is how you're eating, and he's like, well, yeah, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't feel hungry. Like, I feel fine. His body had slowed down and got used to the lower calorie that it was just piling on the fat because that's all, you know, that's where it was getting its energy from. So the first thing we had to do was reverse dieting him. And I told him, right, the first thing he had to do, I was like, you know what? I know this is your goal, but how on, in order to lose weight, we need to be in a caloric deficit. Like we said, how on earth am I going to cut your calories how on earth are we going to be in caloric deficit if you're already at a super low caloric intake right let's say let's say he was at a thousand in order to lose weight we kind of what we started like 200 300 500 calories deficit he was going to be eating nothing right how is that sustainable that is not sustainable right so again we needed to speed up his metabolism so we started slowly introducing more food and more food right obviously uh prioritizing protein things like that because it wasn't intaking any um so slowly slowly little by little we do check in his body fat here and there and then he himself now is noticing like he feels leaner he feels like but he's eating way more now right like way more like i, I was telling chris the story that um he would not eat breakfast ever right and then i kind of slowly started introducing you know having him eat more like i said reverse dieting him and then now he's like the other day he I had him yesterday, he was like, he was like I, I he's like Mike I I missed my breakfast, but he was like I was starving. Mm, yeah, you know that's how they feel. He was like I was starving like I needed food. You know what that tells me? We're we're doing the right thing. His metabolism is speeding up. His metabolism is asking for food now, right? So that's one of the signs that your metabolism is speeding up. Where we actually get hungry. Mind you, this is somebody that would go one meal a day and not be hungry the whole freaking day. Now he missed breakfast and now he's starving, right? And again, 
he's losing body fat, but we're actually feeding him more, right? We're restoring his metabolism, right? When you restore your metabolism, also we were talking about how there's a thermic effect of food, right? So I like to I like to talk about this because there's 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 this thing that happens, kind of like I mean we we, we all consider like the meat sweats, right? So when you eat a lot of protein, a lot of meat, you start essentially some people start sweating or start feeling overheated. Because protein is a very high thermogenic food, right? It's, it's, it takes up takes, takes up a lot of energy yeah, for your body, for to, your body to, pro, to, to metabolize yeah. it, right? So by us adding more protein into his diet, his body is now, because of the thermic effect, right? Because of that energy that is needed to digest that protein, his body is burning more calories just to digest that food now than before, right? So he's actually burning more calories just by sitting there now because we added food into his back more food into his into his thing right so our goal with that eventually is to get him up to a good place to get him up to a good place metabolically right to get him up to whatever he wherever we see that we keep on adding calories whenever he comes to like a standpoint or he actually starts gaining body fat again that's when we're going to stop the reverse diet right and then that's when he's in a much better place to be able to cut and be able to bring his caloric deficit right because after that his metabolism is right where we want it. We cut him, and the freaking fat starts shedding like crazy, right? I think the one of the things I like to think of with reverse dieting, too, is, you know, losing body fat. And I think a lot of the methods that have been applied in the modern fitness industry have come from bodybuilding, where they get to a very low, you know, body fat. You know, you hear about trainers putting their clients on like tilapia and broccoli, right? (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, those tools. So I think there's two different cultures here that don't necessarily work together. But you have the bodybuilding culture and then you have like the average person, right? If someone is in a bodybuilding competition and they get to a very low fat percentage, there is usually hopefully a plan for them to get back to a healthy state because a very low body fat percentage is very unhealthy. Absolutely. Right? So that is a reverse diet, right? You you reverse diet to get back to a healthy, healthy oh, I love body this. fat. Yes, Chris. That's a really good... Uh, so, but you take that and apply it to the average person who is thinking they constantly need to diet. And it's like, they think that they just need to eat this kind of healthy diet all the time and there's never like the psych like it's uh, i mean and even in fitness we talk about progression right and how you know we you know as trainers we take clients through a progression so there's always got to be a strategy that you know you've got to go through a fat loss phase but you also have to you know allow your because like you said mike our body likes that homeostasis we've got to change it so um does that we make sense? To, yes, we have to give it. What Chris is trying to say is like we have to give it a new homeostasis, right? We have to give our body a new healthy set point, right? So what Chris was talking about with the bodybuilding things. So yes, bodybuilders go to a very low body percentage, right? And when they finish the competition, like Chris was saying, they reverse diet. They reverse diet. Why? Because they want to. They need to get back to a healthy state. Right. So that's exactly what my client and other people that would benefit from eating more are those people who need to get back to a healthy state. Right. Your body needs to get back to a healthy homeostasis. Right. So essentially, is that what you were trying to say? Because that's yeah. what I got from me. And that was really good. Um, it was a really good comparison. I like that. Yeah. That's how I like to think of reverse dieting is getting back to a healthy state. It's not 
to not eat every, you know, if a bodybuilder eats everything in sight after their competition, they're going to be unhealthy, oh, you yeah. know? So it, it is a very, it is a, um, it's a very intentional and structured plan. Yes, yes. You know, to like do that. that. It's so, not just eating whatever, by the way, guys. It's a very structured, yes, like I said, we're prioritizing protein. We're obviously keeping his macros in count still. It's, it's very structured. It's not just eat everything and all, right? It's still obviously a whole food, non-processed, all that stuff. It's it's that type of diet. Yeah, so when we talk about you're not eating enough. Um, when, of the when, right foods. Of the right foods, yes. Yeah, so, you know, 80% you know, whole unprocessed foods, you know, um, like you said, higher protein. Um, I think low, lower, high fiber, lower saturated high fiber, fat. That's one of the things I've been so, getting a lot more into, um, our fiber. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, you yeah, know, you know, we have this thing going on guys where it's like our blueberries, right? We, we got to <laughs> eat our blueberries. Uh, we went to a convention once and I forgot who was talking about. Was it Lane? I think it was, it was Lane yeah. Norton. Shout out to Lane Norton, by the way, guys. Follow him on Instagram. Very good, very good advice. Uh, Bio Lane, um, very good. Uh, he's a little more on the scientific side, but um, very good information on dieting. And um, but yeah, he was talking about how you know blueberries are, are are very good for you because of the antioxidants, but also because of the fiber. But um, yeah, so that's 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 one of the things. That's one of the persons, um, people that would obviously benefit from from. Um, from eating more, right? That type of person, um, whose whose metabolism has slowed down. Who person who has yo-yo dieted, right? Yo-yo dieting means someone who has tried to lose weight in the past, someone who's dieted hard before, right, and then gained it all back, dieted hard again, gained it all back. That's what a yo-yo diet is. Um, and essentially, that's also what this client of mine was doing, right? He would there was points in time where he would lose all the weight, right, because he would diet it so hard, but then he would freaking go back, and he would diet again, so what's that, what that is doing to your body, again, it's completely messing with your metabolism, right, so that's why, essentially, we reverse diet him, so, um, I think we, let's move on to the next, um, person or avatar that would obviously benefit from this, yep. um, somebody who wants to gain some muscle, right, someone who's trying to get bigger, um, and how they would benefit from essentially eating more because they're under consuming. Yeah. So, you know, you know, we, we've had, as we were working at crunch and even some current clients will have guys that come to us. They're like, man, I just never in my life, I can't put muscle on as hard as I try, you know, I just can't do it. And a lot of times too, you know, kind of the same thing is they'll say, I'm, I'm not hungry. You know, I, it's like, I can't, I can't eat enough. Like I yes, just again because their metabolism is in that set point, right? Their metabolism is literally in that set point where it's like this is where I want to be at, <laughs> right? So yeah, that's exactly where where they get stuck in that. You that that was a struggle for you at one point, wasn't it? Yes, that was it, it was. I mean, if you guys hear my story, I mean, obviously my story was about trying to get bigger, or trying to trying to um, gain some muscle mass, right? Um, and when I first started. I mean, I was busting my ass, man. I was freaking busting my ass in the gym. I was I was in there seven days a week, um, like two, three hours a day, <laughs> right? And then I still had like football practice and all this, and um, I wasn't I wasn't seeing. I mean, I saw some benefit, but um, it wasn't it wasn't a lot, right? Again, I it was a hard gainer, right? Couldn't really gain the muscle. It was really difficult for me to to gain the muscle, but it again, I just was under eating, and then when I finally found out of like you know what you need in order to, 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 to gain muscle, which one of the main things obviously was protein. I was under consuming protein for sure. Um, I didn't even know what that was back then, right? When I first started, what, like in middle school, um, high school. So prioritizing that and, uh, 
in my diet and obviously cut, cutting out all the crap because I mean I would eat because then once I once I I mean let me backtrack a little bit once I found out that you need to eat more again I would eat everything <laughs> I would eat everything in sight nachos burgers fries right thinking it would help me get bigger did it help me get bigger yeah it helped me get bigger but a bigger gut right gain it, more fat yeah gain more yeah. fat that's when I realized like okay well you obviously need some some protein carbs fats all that right I learned about macro macronutrients we'll have a longer podcast based on on that but um if you're trying to 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 gain muscle the signs that your body will tell you are pretty much the same that we went over for the fat loss ones right so yeah your body will also still feel stressed your body will not recover from the workout right your body will, will you, you you'll lose sleep right you won't be able to sleep so the same symptoms that we talk about that we talked about for the fat loss are the same ones that you would feel um when you're trying to gain muscle wouldn't you say yeah not not having energy not having energy of not being able to get through your workout Right. So, again, food is fuel. Right. So you need to fuel that workout. And if you don't have enough fuel in the tank to, to get through a workout, well, obviously, you're not going to build muscle. Right. You're not be, you're not able to get through a workout that's going to produce um, well, the results that you want. I think one thing, too, is you won't be able to increase the amount of weight that you're lifting. So that's another sign. Oh, yes. If you're not, if you're not, I mean, that goes to the whole topic of today right now, improving in the gym, not progressing. Yeah. Yeah. If you see your numbers not going up and you're not getting stronger. Um, getting stronger, I would think, I, I honestly, guys, no matter what your goal is, I believe from being a trainer um, all, the, all these years now, I think the number one goal that everyone should focus on is getting stronger, no matter what your goal is, right? Because if you focus on the performance aspect of training, performance, meaning you're getting stronger, you're seeing performance go up in the gym, everything else is going to fall. The aesthetic is going to fall, right? The, 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 the physique is going to fall. The phallus is going to fall. So it's like a domino effect, right? If you focus on just getting better at the, at the skill of lifting, lifting is a skill. If you get better at that skill, everything else is just going to fall into place. And, I, and I've seen that happen in myself and I've seen that happen in my clients. So I think that's one thing that's like key, right? Well, and I, you know, I, I think I always tell people that having more lean muscle in your body is like, putting your money into an investment account because after you do your workout tomorrow and the next day, your body's building muscle. And what does it need to build that muscle? It needs the energy that you're feeding it, right? If I go and I do cardio, that's just one day. My body says, oh, I need another 250 calories just for this day. But if I have that extra lean muscle, that's going to continue to work for me day after day after day versus just that one little hit. So I always tell my clients like building that lean muscle is and like you said, getting stronger is a way better investment into your body than just, you know, trying to do some cardio and get those calories. Well, I mean, it's burned also, for the day. Yeah, like I said, performance, because I mean, if you really, if you focus on the aesthetic, you're going to get disappointed every single time, no matter what your goal is. Like if you focus like, oh, I just want to look this way or I just want this to look bigger or I just want this to look smaller. If you focus on the aesthetic goal, you're going to quit every time, right? You're going to quit every time. But if you focus on the performance side of it, like, oh, damn, you'll see yourself getting strong. If you're doing things right and correctly, right, by the way, um, if you'll see yourself getting strong, you'll see yourself being able to lift more, right? And that what, gets addicting. For the average person who, you know, is just getting into the gym, they don't really know what they're doing. What would be a good performance goal for them? I mean, versus what, an aesthetic what, what, what we're saying what we're saying right you see 
I mean, the, how the, would you measure foundational moves? So there's obviously foundational moves. We'll, we'll have a whole podcast on that. But if I see their squat going up, if I see their bench going up, if I see them being you know, able to deadlift more, right? If they don't get as tired when we do like some type of conditioning work, right? All that is performance, right? The way you're you're performing inside the gym, not in, not only inside too, though outside. I have clients that come back to me like, "Hey, Mike, you know, like I, I was I was playing with my kids or whatever, I was in, and I felt good, right? Or somebody was trying to get stronger or bigger, right? I had this one client that um." One of my one of my first clients ever that I remember his his text to me was like, "Hey Mike, I just want to say thank you um, because I went back home for the holidays and I was able to like help set up right. I was able to pick up tables, pick up chairs. I was carrying the the cases of beer right. His thing was like I was able to carry the cases of beer and I never could. I was never able to do that before. This was a really small person, but now obviously he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger. Little things like that, like his performance." went up he he was we were not focusing on him just getting bigger right that was not necessarily the goal that was the aesthetic goal his performance of being able to do all the other stuff is what kept him going he saw that he got stronger he saw that he was able to do things outside of the gym as well right in his everyday life and that kept him going that kept him motivated right so that's what i mean by have a performance goal right not just an aesthetic goal for example going back to the walking i have a walking goal right now right I don't, yes, I do it to clear my mind, things like that, but I also give myself a step goal, right? So that's essentially a performance goal, right? I want to perform that amount of steps, right? So by having that, it keeps me motivated. It keeps me more like, oh, cool, I, got, I hit that goal, right? It's a little, little different, but it's along the same lines of having just a performance goal in, in mind. I find it huge for all my clients. I find it one very valuable uh, having performance goals because it really does keep them going. And when they see, I have, a, I have like spreadsheets. Um, yes for me, but I also do the spreadsheets for them. So then they could look back like, Hey, look back four weeks ago. Like they look back and they're like, Oh damn, I was only able to do two pillows back then. Now I could do freaking 10. Right. So them seeing that, Oh man, they see their faces light up. Right. And then eventually, obviously when we tailor the nutrition to it, the aesthetic comes, the aesthetic comes, right? No matter who you are, the aesthetic comes. Once we tailor the nutrition to where you want to get to, the aesthetic will come. What I have a question. What would you what advice would you give the person who says, you know, I've been I've been skinny all my life. I cannot gain muscle for the life of me. And so I really am never that hungry. So we have to again, we have to prime the metabolism in order for you to grow, right? Same thing as for the fat loss person. We have to prime the metabolism in order for you to grow. So what that happens, so if you remember, we talked about being in a catabolic state by not eating enough and trying to lose weight. We have to get you in an anabolic state when you're trying to grow muscle. Anabolic meaning your body is using essentially what you're feeding it in order to create bigger things, right? So when you look it up, that's essentially what it talks about. I'm trying to simplify it, right? It's your body's way of, having smaller things making into bigger things right essentially that's anabolic in this case is muscle right look we need to send the right muscle building signal to your body right if we send the right muscle building signal to your body we'll grow what does that look like well we're training in the gym right we're training obviously to get stronger in this case right or perform better right obviously with technique work and all that um and then when we fuel your body with the right foods we send that signal strong enough to your body with the workouts that your body will will ask for the food, right? So when someone comes to me, I've, I've had a couple of hard gainers. My goal is always to get them to tell me that they're hungry, right? So they come in, whatever, like you say, they're not hungry. I can't eat more. So when they come in, we send the right muscle building signal. And with that, I, I, I always find the big compound movements to be key, 
with somebody that's trying to gain mass, it is key. And for someone who is not a trainer, what is a big compound movement? So big compound movements, guys, is any of your barbell work. I mean, it could include other things as well, but mostly barbell work. So a barbell squat, a barbell bench, a barbell deadlift, a barbell overhead press, right? Not the isolation work of machines because machines just isolate, right? So that doesn't send a strong enough signal to your body like, hey, we need to grow. A barbell deadlift, a compound movement, compound means you're using a lot more muscles than just one, right? For example, if you get under a... a Can someone do it with a dumbbell too? Yes, but it's not, from my experience, it doesn't send the same signal. I mean, think about it. I mean, yourself, have someone do a goblet squat and then have someone do a barbell back squat. Which one's going to get them more tired? Which one's going to, which which one are they going to quote unquote feel more? Mm-hmm. Barbell squat, right? Easy. They're going to be like, damn, I felt that one. Right. Because their whole body is being essentially you need to use your whole body. Right. So, again, we need to send that right muscle building signal to the body. So when I have them do barbell work, once I work them way they're like I work them up to a barbell, obviously, I don't just throw them in there, but I work them up to a barbell. And once we hit barbell, boom, it just muscle starts piling on right alongside with the right nutrition. But I notice when we get them to those lifts and we send that signal. Yeah, they, they're like, we're halfway through the work on They're like, damn, I'm getting hungry now, right? Because their metabolism is, their body is asking for more fuel, right? Their body wants to build that muscle because you're giving it that signal like, hey, we need to build muscle, right? Working out, I always say, it's an adaptation to your body. You're, you need to send a signal to your body to adapt, right? That's all working out is. You'll go to the gym, you're working out, you're sending a signal to your body like, hey, it needs to adapt. We need to change. We need to get bigger. We need to get stronger, right? So essentially, that's what is when that's what happens when you're working out when you're working out correctly. So, and I th- that I just want to add too, as far as compound, you know, what what Mike also means is we're using multiple muscle groups. So versus you know, so that's that's one reason it puts your body into that. Yeah, you're using more muscles. Yeah, there. yeah, it's not just like um, you know, with like a barbell squat, you're not just using your legs you know your whole body your core yeah, everything has engaged. to hold that up that's our engaged. so that, that's why we call engaged. it it's that's that's where the word compound comes from you know is those are super super efficient for anyone that's in the gym if you can do as much compound movements i mean i if you're not comfortable with the barbell start with the dumbbells you know do things that are compound versus just isolate like a bicep curl I mean, free weights yeah free weights i mean so. i have nothing Again, guys, we're not, I'm not saying just do those moves, but I'm saying that those are, if we could do those, those are things that I always have in rotation. No matter what my, my client's uh, goal is, no matter what their goal is, I have it in rotation, right? Um, here and there, we'll do like a solely dumbbell work, but it's also mostly when there's just, that's when it's like to the point where it's just aesthetics, right? When I really want to focus, even them out, right? Make them more symmetrical, things like that. But yeah, even, even when someone first comes to me, I don't put them on machines, free weights, right? Dumbbells. The only time I get someone on machines is when they've mastered essentially all the movements, right? Um, when they actually know how to control and feel the muscle or something like that, right? Because putting them on a machine, that's not teaching the they're that's not teaching them. Their body is not learning how to move, right? It's learning how to move, but in the way of the machine. It's not it's not natural, is what I'm trying to say, right? You're like in free weights, your body moves how it's gonna move to perform. Yeah, in order in to life. perform. There you go, right? So if you go on a machine, well, you're not really teaching your body how to perform in, in real life is just kind of isolating something right um again it's going back to that muscle building signal um but yeah i mean prior to prioritizing protein is another thing that i, I tell these people right i tell that tell my clients and as most of them come if you never tracked in your life before track because sometimes some of these clients come to me and they're like yes i am i'm intaking the protein i tell them to track and they're under consuming 
by a lot, right? They're like tracking is absolutely key. It is key. Not always, not always. I will say though, because a lot of people will hear that and they're like, ugh, right? Not always, but it, if you do it for, I always like to use this, do it for 90 days and it could change your world, right? I have some of my clients do it for, like I said, just just do it for 90 days. Let's just see. Um, and it, op- it, it opens their minds. It, it blows their mind away, right? They, th- they think they're actually consuming enough and then they realize that, oh, I'm only consuming like 45 grams of protein, right? A 200 pound, you know, it's like it opens your, it opens your eyes up when you, when you, when you actually track and see what you're actually eating. Well, people balance their bank accounts every month, right? Or supposedly that's <laughs> what we do. But you know, if, if you, if you know, you're balancing your, your bank account and you're tracking that, like, what about your health? You know, exactly. that that's, that is your health. That's just as important, right? Yeah. And, so. and again, um, it's not, t- the reason why we do it is to also never do it again right most of your, most of people do not want to do that come on i don't want to do that right the times that i do it is only when i really want to when i have a very specific goal is when i do it right um and most of the people that come to me well they have a very specific goal so in order to get to where we're going to get to yeah we do trek um but it's also to learn right to really get the experience to portion control to to know all that so then once we learn that well we don't have to always do it right we could kind of just eyeball it after that and and live a nice healthy life not non-tracking right and but you've gained the knowledge that you needed in order to do that i would never have learned last week that my (laughs) carbon take i wouldn't have known like that the tracking helped me with that so i don't track it all the time i'm you know i am focusing on a goal now and i'm also going through a learning phase for myself Again, those are two two people that would uh, benefit, obviously, right from from uh, eating more. Would be obviously if you have a fat fat loss uh, goal. We already when we went over, obviously, who would benefit from from uh, consuming more. And then if you have a muscle uh, building goal, obviously, like I say, you 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 need to fuel your body. You need those building blocks in order to grow. When you go work out, by the way, guys, you're not building muscle in the gym. You're like, what? What do you mean? Well, when you go work out. You're actually tearing your muscle apart, right? You're, t- you're literally, literally micro tears in the muscle, right? And what happens? Well, it grows back stronger. Those micro tears essentially grow back stronger, right? Not going to get too much into the to the science part of it, but that's you're pretty much tearing your body, tearing that muscle up in the gym. So in order to grow, you don't grow in the gym. You grow outside of the gym. You grow when you, when you, you know, you grow by fueling your body and giving it the building blocks it needs in order to grow. What does that come from? Well, food, right? So if you're not fueling your, your body enough, you're going to be working your ass off, but if you're not fueling your body, well, it has no building blocks to go off. You have no construction workers, right, essentially, if we talk about it like that. And if we really break it down, right, protein has amino acids, and amino acids are literally called the building blocks of protein synthesis, right? Protein synthesis mean, protein synthesis needs to, needs to occur in order for you to build muscle, right? So literally, scientifically, look it up, guys. Amino acids are literally building blocks, right? So again, you need the, you need those building blocks in order to construct some muscle, mm-hmm. right? So just to just to kind of clarify and end that in that phase in terms of the uh, building muscle, and again, the signs are the same. The signs are the same. Lower energy, libido could be low too. By the way, sleep is low. You're not recovering well. You feel way too sore, right? All those are signs that you could be under consuming. That's good. I like that. Um, so two types of people that that can address. And um, I think that kind of wraps up, you know, a lot of what we have to say about this next week. We're going to be talking about people who are eating too much and <laughs> why that is. Stay tuned, guys. Um, yes. Why that's stalling your progress. Yes. Yeah, so we're very, very different concept, similar concept, but different. But yes, guys, um, I hope you guys are, are enjoying our series here again. Reminder, this is a 10 part series. 
right, um, of 10 reasons why you are not progressing in the gym. This is number one. Uh, like Chris said, next week is going to be number two, um, which is essentially the total opposite of this one. But we'll explain um, what type of person um, and what type of like, just like we did today, what type of person would, would benefit from essentially eating more next week, right? But you guys have to stay tuned and find out about that, right? <laughs> or eating less. Um, well, this time's eating less. Yeah. So the next episode would be eating more, right? But uh, that was fun, Chris. That was uh, that was fun. Yeah, I love this. And, you know, I think, um, you know, if, if, if you're listening to this and you have any questions, DM us. You know, like you don't know what your calorie goal should be or you need some direction. You know, it's pretty easy to look up online, too. In the day of AI, you can even go ask ChatGPT. But um, there's a lot of resources out there. Hey, we should do an episode to, on AI, Chris. I think so, yeah. Let us know if you guys want to listen to an episode on AI and uh, how it relates to the fitness industry. That would be interesting. But, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up today's episode, guys. Um, again, like Chris said, if you guys have any questions, you guys reach out, you could you could reach out to us. Um, you could reach out to our Life Lifted podcast um, on Instagram, right? Literally, Life Lifted podcast on Instagram. You could uh, reach out to me at like Mike, uh, two E's, two three on Instagram. And you could go ahead and reach out to Chris, uh, Chris Musser on Instagram, right? That's right, yep. Um, if you guys want uh, something more in depth, you could also go ahead and just send us a, a, a email at lifeliftedpod at gmail.com. Uh, but until next time, this has been the Life Lifted Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Life Lifted Podcast. If you liked today's episode, give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to lift your mind, body, and soul, follow us for more episodes. Show support by sharing life lifted with your friends and family. Until next time, stay lifted.